The Chris and Joe Show. Brought to you by Parker and Sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. A-plus rating with a better business bureau. Hey, it's Chris Merrill. Uh, Joe Heisinger next to me. Uh, Joe, one of the stories that we had, I know, clumsy. Uh, one of the stories that I saw popping last week had to do with uh, State Senator Jake Hoffman, who has now uh, proposed a bill, and according to the reporting in the Arizona Republic, strong-armed that bill through the Senate Government Committee. The bill proposed by State Senator Jake Hoffman, which sounds like the name of a a frat guy in a John Hughes movie, uh, it would prohibit the display of, quote, satanic materials, statues, Alters or displays or any other method of representing or honoring Satan on public property in Arizona, which, of course, has sparked a good deal of blowback when it was pointed out that the mascot for the most popular university in the state is plastered all over public property and is a sun devil, which I believe would fall under the display of satanic statues, memorials, displays, or other methods of honoring Satan. It's my alma mater, Mr. Hoffman. What the heck are you doing? It's it's SB 1279. Like you mentioned, a five-to-one vote pushed this thing out. Two senators didn't vote. Uh, Senator Hoffman represents uh, Southern Maricopa and Pinal counties. He introduced the bill, which is also known as the Reject Escalating Satanism by Preserving Core Traditions Act. That just rolls right off the tongue. You know, they try to use acronyms. I don't feel like he nailed it on this one. Hmm. Yeah. Restore Evil Species Public, what is it? Corporations Act? Reject Escalating Satanism by Preserving Core Traditions Act. Okay, great. Okay, so one might imagine uh, this has been uh, met with some pushback because people are saying, what? It, wait, is this a solution in search of a problem? Well, it's it's been met with pushback because, like you pointed out, we have Arizona State with the Sun Devils. Yeah. Come on. Sparky is a lovable creature who patrols Evil the Evil creature with a pitchfork and is on fire, indicative of hell. I don't know what Sparky you're dealing with, but the Sparky I know and love, you know, mm-hmm. protected me for four years at ASU. Oh, did Made he? sure I got home mm-hmm. safe every night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And tried to just knock the snot out of any of the Wildcats every time they played football, right? Oh, Sparky? That seems evil no. to me. No, Sparky would do some push-ups, and, and he would point and uh, laugh at them a little bit, but he, he never brought any harm unless your name was Wilbur or Wilma. Yeah. <laughs> Here is what uh, Hoffman had to say. Uh, about his bill at a a recent uh, meeting. It is legally and constitutionally suspect to argue that Satan, someone who is universally known to be an explicit enemy of God, is Hmm. somehow a religion. I mean, that is just an absolutely ludicrous statement to make. All right, so that's because the, the pushback was... No, the Church of of Satan Satan is has which been is recognized. a recognized religion. Yeah. Correct, it's a recognized religion, which means it receives the same protections as his religion. But the Church of Satan is really basically just kind of a atheist more than anything. Is there was dust ups with them out here a few years ago in Arizona, yeah, and they basically say like, hey, kind of keep your religion out of our religion. <laughs> it's essentially how I took their 
religion to be. So I caught some of the things that he was saying in that clip, and I I thought, I don't know that he understands law very well. He's in charge of writing the laws, but I don't know that he understands law. Listen again. It is legally and constitutionally suspect. It is legally and constitutionally suspect, he said. Mm-hmm. All right? It is legally and constitutionally. Now we're getting into some heady matter here, right? Now we're talking about, okay, you you want you invited the weeds into the conversation. What is here legally and constitutionally suspect? What is it that he's referring to? That's it. The right, it's, uh, no, I, that's what I'm asking. What is right, it? You it just is. said it. It. Listen. Yeah. To argue that Satan... Someone who is universally known to be an explicit enemy of God. I don't know that that's the case either. Universally known to be an explicit enemy of God. I'm with him on that. Are you? Yeah. Universally. I'm pretty Do- confident that universally that people know that Satan is the enemy of God. I'm, I'm comf- confident with that. Great. Who's God? Can we name any religions who have a God that does not have, uh, that does not recognize Satan? Are there Christian faiths that don't recognize the existence of Satan? Why'd you have to do that to me? Oh, but universally, Joe, you said you're with him on this. In other words, you agree with him. Great. Okay, carry on. I I did not say I agree with him. I do think there there are holes in his argument. You don't say. But I understand the gist of what he's trying to get at, Chris. Okay, bad is bad. I want to ban bad. That is what he is trying to say. Based yes, on the, what the, I think bad is. The little evil guy who sits on your right shoulder. Great. Who is, you know, red, has the pitchfork, the horns. Yeah. That guy who makes you do bad stuff. Fun that, stuff. He's evil. Is somehow a religion. I mean, that is just an absolutely ludicrous statement. It's ludicrous. And if you disagree with me, then you must be insane. Because legally and constitutionally, I've thought about this. And legally and constitutionally, the things I want to be in the Constitution to agree with me that aren't there, I want them to be there. So you must be crazy to think that they're not there. It is like convoluted logic and gaslighting all in the same sentence. It really is. It's masterful. It is masterful. Go ahead, Joe. Tell me how constitutionally he's correct. Don't ask me to do that. I, please. I mean, I, I can give you a couple amendments and things like that, but I, I'm not going to be able to constitutionally tell you how he's correct. I don't work down at the I legislature. I can tell you how he's wrong. And- There's a great big mural on the wall of the station at KTAR oh, News. Oh, man, you're going to get brownie points again. Here, right. we, here we go. And it says, based on my vantage point, First am, Congress shall make establishment of religion, free exercise thereof, or of speech. As you can see, my viewpoint, yeah, actually. I get Congress the, shall the, make the, no law. Yeah, the, I don't get that. I don't see the rest of it. It's behind a wall yeah. from where we are. But the First Amendment is there. So mm-hmm. constitutionally, it's pretty obvious it's wrong. Guy, I know you don't want to recognize it as a religion because it disagrees with your vantage point. But that doesn't, that's not how it works. Think of it this way. How many who are choosing a side in the war in Israel right now. How many people would like to say, I don't like what Israel's doing, 
and I don't want to recognize their religion. And how many would say, I don't like what the Palestinians are doing, and I don't want to recognize their religion? Plays out every day. Every day. In my social media, every day I have four or five people from one side clashing with four or five from the other side. And they all want to explain the other side's religion to them, don't oh, they? They, look at, the, an they look at them like they're crazy. Unbelievable. How could you not see it my way? Of course. Well, legally and constitutionally. legally and constitutionally suspect to argue that Satan... Someone who is universally, universally known to be an explicit enemy of God. My God. But what if it's not my God? Is there any way to keep Sparky, the sun devil, but ban everything else that is bad? Even if we did all agree universally, is there a way to do that? We'll get your thoughts on that at 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-5827. If the law passes, Sparky's demise is not going to be the only unintended consequence. You're about to find out everything from your kitchen to your 8-track collection is about to be illegalized. Is that a word? Does that work for you? That worked for me. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app, The Chris and Joe Show. State Senator Jake Hoffman of Queen Creek is doing everything he can. In fact, it came out of the Senate committee. It will, even if it does pass, and even if Katie Hobbs signs it, which she won't, uh, it would be immediately struck down by the courts. He wants to ban all symbolism of Satan because Satan is bad. So the law would uh, prohibit the display of satanic memorial statues, altars, or displays, or any other method of representing or honoring Satan on public property in Arizona. Joe, obviously, it doesn't take long to figure out that one of the most prevalent demonstrations of a devil is at the campus of ASU. It's the Sparky the Sun Devil is the mascot. Yeah. Uh, the letter of the law, you'd have to ban the mascot. SB 1279 is what this uh, Senate bill was called. The point Hoffman's trying to make, though, Chris, is that evil needs to take a hike. You follow the golden rule. We all know the difference between right and wrong. And you can you can concede and you can That's follow that. I understand there I understand. is slippery slopes here with all of this. Sure. And and I'm with you on that, too. And And I think Hoffman is going too far here, but I understand what he's trying to do. But I just don't think he can do it. Not only can he not do it constitutionally, it'll be struck down very quickly in the courts. It won't. He, it won't he be signed made a point law. about the Constitution, though. He, he, he oh, just yeah. told you where to stick that. He seems very smart when it comes he to the Constitution. He thinks constitutionally you don't know the Constitution. Sure, right, nailed it. Um, it's it's not going to go anywhere. It's uh, DOA. I'm surprised he found others to vote it out of committee. But then again, listen, I've been around long enough to hear people that are like, oh, we need to mandate prayer in schools. It's like, whoa, or uh, mandate people go to church. That's what it was. We need to mandate that everyone go to church. It's like, what do we have a punch card we have to check off? I don't know how that works. Yeah. So some goofy things come out of the Senate. People say goofy things. But the more I thought about this, let's suppose that it passes. And let's suppose that he's able to ban all satanic messaging, symbols, anything else. Okay. Okay. Not only is Sparky going to be a victim of this, right? But what else? In fact, I'll ask you, Joe. What else? What else should we ban? What else should be allowed? So, for instance, Sparky, I believe should be allowed. He's not the devil. He's a sun devil. That's a devil. That's a satanic messaging. That's symbolism. So, if it's any devil, yeah, in trouble. All right. So, Sparky, gotta ban him. Yeah, gotta go. New Jersey devils. 
Oh, they got to the go. Can't come to. Can't play the Coyotes here anymore. Everything has to be a road game. What about deviled eggs? I don't like those. Those should be banned. Devil's food cake. That is delicious. Got to keep that. Well, we're going to hang out. De- deviled eggs banned. Devil's food cake. Legally and constitutionally cannot stand. Well, it's really not healthy for you. So I do understand why it has that name. I mean, it is probably the devil who put some of that fatty goodness in me. The Rolling Stones, sympathy for the devil. Hmm. I mean, that just, that's obvious you have to ban that can't one, right? can't have sympathy for the devil. No, there should never be sympathy for the devil. Everything should be black and white, good, bad, right? Yeah. Evil and not evil. Yeah, my mom would tell me growing up, Joseph, that's a little bit occult. You can't watch that. That's a little bit occult? Yeah, that's what she told me about the movie Powder. You remember really? That, yeah. that was a great movie. I know. I got to see it years later. What? She didn't watch it. She just decided, that's a little bit occult. That was like the albino guy that didn't get hit by lightning or something, if I recall the movie correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wanted to let you watch other movies that... Was was there like a weird, arbitrary occult line? No, that, she that movie. Like my mother wouldn't let me see The Exorcist. No, don't worry. She'd let me watch professional wrestling in the mid to late nineties. There was nothing. Oh, nothing in, occultish there. No, nothing very, inappropriate. Oh, very good. Married with children was on the table too. That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if the state senator from Queen Creek has his way and he's able to ban all satanic messaging or uh, statues or anything else, what is it? What is it? Where does that leave us with jazz? Which used to be known as the devil's music. Oh, that's got to go. You got to ban jazz. Uh, all right. So the Sun Devils may play the Duke Blue Devils. What are we doing with the Duke Blue Devils? Can't have them. I think many would agree with you, though, that they already are the devils yeah, out there, there too. Well. Okay. Here's a fun one. Uh, Pablo brought this up at the pre-show meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dust Devils. Mm, that's got to go. Got to go. Yeah. Can't even use the name Devils. We need, a better, that. we need a better name for it. You got something? Tiny Tornadoes. Ooh. Tinados. You got to say it cute, though. Tiny. Tinados. There you go. <laughs> now it's safe. Uh, Diablo Stadium. We got rid of Sparky. Can we compromise and keep Diablo uh, Stadium? Um, no, I don't think we can. I think we can because there's no way that Hoffman speaks Spanish. There's no way that he knows what that Diablo sounds nice. Doesn't that just mean hot? Somebody could tell him, though. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Uh, Red Devil Pizza. Oh, so good. The bruschetta there is the best. Banned. <laughs> you can't have the Red Devil. Why would you do that you to me? You can't have Red Devil Pizza. Uh, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. Well, you know who exists in, in hell. Mm-hmm. Banned. That's right. From now on, only I Love Lucy reruns. Red Devil Drain Cleaner. That's the real thing. Yes, you haven't had it's like it's lie. It's the most like no, I no. did not know that. Oh, it'll burn you up good. Yeah. Well, it's I'm great. fine if we ban that. It's I don't want for, anything to burn me up. Great for disposing of like dead possums in the backyard. Okay, just that, if you ever need to. I don't. It's just a tip. Um, Dysart High School demons, demons and devils. Yeah, mm. Dysart. I don't know if that's the same. I feel like that one can stay. A demon is not inherently the devil. Say it again, because I'm writing down your demerits. Hold on. You can't give me a demerit. Joe is sinning right now. No, a demon is not a devil. Promoted. Demons. Sin. No. On radio. Oh, dang it. Mm-hmm. 3.23 p.m. Okay. Uh, dirt devils. 
think we already went over them. We did? Yeah, they're tiny tornadoes. No, the, the dirt devil is the vacuum. Oh. What what was the, the tiny tornado? Dust devils. Oh. Tasmanian devils. The movie Devil's I, Advocate. Uh, How about the uh, neck tattoo that Pablo came in with this week of the devil riding the Harley Davidson? By the way, uh, Pablo probably should not have tried to use a coupon on that. You really want to get somebody that knows it's a Davidson. But I appreciated the effort on that. Hmm. Is he allowed to show that in public? Oh, yeah. No, banned! Hmm. Can't have it. What about, so, you and I both both like the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Amon Ra St. Brown, I think that stands for, like, the sun god. Paganism. Banned. Hmm. I would ban that one, too. Just ban him? Ban! He's not allowed in the NFL? Thou shall have no other uh, gods before me, so he's, according to Hoffman's religion. Can he play in the CFL? Banned! In Canada? Yeah. We're shipping him to Canada. Yep. Banned is what we do. So basically, I feel like we just, I feel like we just, I feel like we just made us all better. Hmm. Morally, I feel better. You're welcome. Uh, listen, it's not just bad laws in Arizona. Sometimes we export our crazy. We're going to kick around some bad legal takes in today's volley next on the Chris and Joe Show, KTAR News. But uh, should talk to you right now about the M3F Music Festival. It's heading to Steel Indian School Park, March 1st and 2nd. 100% of all the profits from this music festival go to various charities through the Valley. Limited tickets are still available for purchase. You can win a pair right now. All you have to do is visit the contest page at KTAR.com. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. Have you subscribed to the Chris and Joe podcast? Subscribe right now on your iPhone or your Android, and you will never miss any of the show. You'll also find us on the Twitter, at Chris and Joe KTAR, at Chris and Joe KTAR. Same thing for uh, Facebook. So, uh, Joe, (laughs) this is a great time for us to touch on the other big headlines and ask life's most important questions. Let's tickle your brain bone with the volley. All right, Chris. uh, 2023... uh, Arizona Representative Andy Biggs, he introduced an astounding 590 bills. And Wait, just last year? No. I honestly thought this, whole, alone. I thought this whole story was about his entire tenure in Congress. In Congress. No. It was just last year. 2023 alone, 590 bills he put out there, which is far more than any other member of Congress. I did a little research, found out that the average representative or senator introduces 19 bills. In the course of a year. So Biggs threw out 590. What I want to know from you, and, and what he was trying to do is, um, gosh. It's like did, one and a half bills a day. I'm looking for the the lovely line. So what, Even on weekends, right? That's, 100, that's one and a half bills every day, including Saturdays, Sundays, Fridays, and Mondays when they're traveling and everything else. So Biggs was quoted as saying, the proposed cuts target woke, weaponized, and wasteful spending programs. Oh, and, the three W's. And counter hyperbolic calls by the Washington Uniparty to raise the debt ceiling. Oh, good. Let's stop those hyperbolic calls by using the woke, weaponized. It doesn't sound like hyperbole at all. Wonderful. So to him, it's all about spending. We know that's his big thing. What I want to know, though, Chris, is if you could craft a bill, what would be the gist of the bill? One bill. Oh, that's great. Um, I mean, will you take on Jake Hoffman and make all instances of the devil legal? <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. 
Uh, how about I introduce a bad bill legislation? Bad bill legislation. Yeah. What would that do? Uh, it would say that you have to have a minimum of 10% of your bills receive a floor vote or you get throttled. What do you think about that? <laughs> so Biggs, is, Biggs uh, hasn't even, he, he introduced 590 bills last year. Yeah. Guarantee he hasn't read all of them. So what percentage? As much as he's going to scream about how you have to read the bill before you can vote on it, I guarantee he hasn't read all of the bills that he introduced. What percentage of your bad bill legislation did you say? 10%. Just has to get a vote. So then. Just has to have a vote. He would need about 60 or, you know, 59 of the 590. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get a floor vote. That's it. I'm thinking he's he's probably going to. Has gonna, to come out of committee. That's he's probably going to get roughed up a little bit. No, not throttled like beaten on. I mean, throttled like okay, well, that's it. You 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 don't get to put any more out there. Oh. That's it. I mean, once you hit twenty, you have to have you have to show that you're not just wasting time because otherwise, he's talking about wasteful spending. How much wasteful spending went into paying for the interns to write that or the paralegals to write those bills? Come on. Pablo, you got a bill for us? If you could uh, come up with a bill, nah, uh, if, I, if you're born in Arizona, you get your fish for free. I don't know. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> Didn't Dire Straits do a song like that? You get your money for nothing and your fish for free. <laughs> yes, that exactly that song. It's perfect. Yeah. Love that. Okay, there we go. What All do you right. got for me? Yelp named Scottsdale's Cafe Monarch the third most romantic restaurant in America. So, is a romantic dinner a Valentine's Day necessity? Hmm. Okay. Toss the volley back at you. So how long have you been with your wife? I was doing the math on this. I think this is going to be our uh, 20 year anniversary. anniversary I think it's our 21st or 22nd Valentine's Day. So if you're just dating, let's say it's year one or year two. Yes, you need to do something. And no, do you have to go to dinner? Do you have to have a romantic yes, dinner? Yes, yes. Okay. You need to do some kind of, you know, reservations or you need to cook a meal, do something fancy, okay. go a cut above. I guess it doesn't have to be go to dinner. Maybe you make the meal. Yeah. You have to do something. Now, at some point here, all of that goes away. And you, you who have been married now for 20 plus years, mm -hmm. can help me figure out that line. Yeah. Were, were you active and attentive in your marriage? The no, first, I set expectations oh, you, early. Uh, you just set the bar really low. That's what I did. You never took her to dinner on Valentine's? No, God, no. It's so crowded. They raised the prices. Did I, she want to go? There's a wait. There's no. no wait. What are you, 90? I always told her, I said, listen, we have, uh, but there's kids at the house. There's the kids be people. Early on, yeah. Early on, the kids were little, and I was like, oh, but then we'd have to get a sitter, and there's not available because everyone else has already booked the sitters. Maybe and I should be talking just, to her and not you about why she married look you. Look how happy she is right now. And you have me to thank for that, for not raising expectations unnecessarily. Pablo, you got to take your your you, you gal need to, be, to dinner. Yes, you need you need to be romantic every year, guys. All Come right, on. first and foremost, every, every year. year. But the first couple of years, you definitely got to go overboard. Yes, take her somewhere nice and bougie. You know what you're doing? You're setting her up for disappointment year three. No, be, okay. yes, you are. Well, She's I can be, be like, romantic. In I other remember ways. when you used to try helping her out. There's other love languages, Chris. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know that Saint Valentine was also the patron saint of uh, not only lovers but People with epilepsy and beekeepers. Hmm, I did not. Which would make for a weird night. <laughs> Little bit. Joe Volley is back to you, I believe. Yes, one more from the uh, back from the Valentine's. Uh... Oh, archives. Mm -hmm. Very good. So for Valentine's Day, apparently red roses are, and heart shaped chocolates are out. Self care though is in, Chris. <laughs> so 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about the love languages from Pablo after this one. <laughs> so, so what I want to know is, is you mentioned the restaurant thing. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, you've made it quite clear. You set ex- expectations really low. No, I'm, I can't. Hey, I'm just, hey, we're not, hey, there's no reason to spend too much money. My interpretation is you set expectations low. That's fine. You, you, I did say that mm-hmm. when it comes to taking her out. Yeah. So roses, heart-shaped chocolates out, self-care is in. What are you going to do for your wife to f- fulfill her Valentine's Day desires? Roses, chocolates, self-care. Okay. Pick a lane. It's a little tough for me to answer this because I think she's listening. She's been listening to the show, although now that she's done a week of it, maybe she's moved on. You can lie to her. Um, The the roses and chocolates. Yeah, that's a, that's oh, self-care. Overcare. Self-care. Nice. She would love that. Are you kidding? Maybe I, a little massage. I'm going to grab some... Uh, some uh, you can uh, keep it cheap, too. You can do it bath. yourself. Oh, no. Self-care for her means I'm not around. Oh. Yeah. Again, okay. she set expectations, too. Uh, so, yeah, I think a little bubble bath, a little uh, candle in the bathroom, mm-hmm. a little, uh, little scented air freshener or something. I don't know. I just take something out of somebody's pickup truck and throw that hanging on the, the shower wall and tell her I put in some nice scents. All right, Pablo. Roses, chocolates, or self-care? Which lane are you picking here? I'm going to make my girl a mix CD. That's what I'm getting her. That, would, all be, her that would be songs. self-care. Okay. Okay. Right. I like that. All right. And this is why the 15th is dumping day. Dumping day? Yeah. She's going to be like, oh, he made me a mix CD. This no. Is, she's going to be like, where do I play it at? You <laughs> never met, with this? This you never met DJ ni- Pablo. This is very 1992 of you, Pablo. Thank you so much for the mixtape. Mm. I'm a chocolates guy. I'm Wonderful. And a mixtape. Mm-hmm. I like it, Pablo. Very classy <laughs> of you. Nice move. All right, that's the volley. We're going to uh, uh, grab um, a couple of guys. One of them oozes manliness. And the other wore women's pants to work last week. Mm. You're going to learn something new with Outspoken Every Day. That's after we check on the biggest headline with Becky Lynn. That's next on KTAR News. It's 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. I'm Chris Merrill. He is Joe Hezenga. And uh, Joe, we had an opportunity early on in the program to talk about the Phoenix Open. Things were a bit chaotic this last weekend. Uh, we'll get the podcast up at the KTAR.com. Uh, also, I should point this out. Joe and I did a field trip. I really enjoyed that, incidentally. Did you? I did, yeah. I think we should do that more. Um, before the show began, Joe and I did one field trip. We drove uh, we drove to, to see how scary the In-N-Out Burger was in Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, last week, we got done with the show, and I said, I said, Joe, you want to do a field trip? And, of course, he's always up for it. Didn't get my permission slip <clears throat> signed, but I still went with you. You did. I appreciate your rebellious streak. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so we went and checked that area they're talking about for the new... Um, Coyotes. And what we just said, the Coyotes Den. Arena. The new arena, mm-hmm. I guess, is what we're going to talk about, oh, which is at the, the northeast corner of Scottsdale Road and uh, Pima Freeway, right? I put it up on uh, our, Loop 101. Our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Instagram. Facebook and Twitter, of course, at Chris and Joe KTAR, and our Instagram, where we're posting all kinds of fun stuff right now. Um, you know, anything and everything. I, I threw up our Coyotes video. Yeah. Also threw up, you know, just some of the things that we see on our our stories once in a while. I like that. Uh, I think you put up some puppy videos, and I loved those, by the way. Uh, what about the cat videos? You're anti the cat I videos? I love those puppy videos. So I uh, I endorse the puppy videos that's, every chance you get. That's the Chris and Joe show. So yesterday, 
Super Bowl ends, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the awards, and everyone's so happy. And uh, Patrick Mahomes like, I can't believe we have a dynasty. This is great. And uh, Andy Reid's like, I'm not retiring. Uh, you know, it was wonderful. Where's the cheeseburger? Where's the cheeseburger? I loved it. Uh, I felt bad for the. 49ers. You felt bad for them? Yeah, I think it was a really close game, and it was a Michigan kicker that missed the extra point. So let's face it. Had, he uh, also made a long field goal that kept him in it. Okay. So, and then it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was Brock Purdy, the, the, the Valley guy that, you know, some say didn't wasn't a, a big enough quarterback. You know, when you take a look at the two quarterbacks in the field, Mahomes, you I know, we put him in Brady's the game too. They class. were talking about, hey, do we need to go out and get Kirk Cousins for the 49ers? Right. No, you don't need Kirk Cousins, right. So, but after the game then, people were talking about this episode that happened on the field where Travis Kelsey was angry that he wasn't getting enough uh, looks, I guess. This is Taylor Swift's boyfriend, the tight end, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. And he threw his helmet and he yelled at the coach. He bumped the coach who was an old guy and he almost uh, uh, fell over. And uh, people said, well, let it, oh, hold on now, Taylor Swift. This is a red flag. You can't, you can't be with a guy. Look, he's got a violent streak. He can't control his emotions. Bruce St. James and Gatos are joining me in the studio right now, host of Outspoken. Is this a red flag for Taylor Swift? No, he's a football player, Thank for you. God's sakes. It's a violent sport where very large, strong men run into each other <laughs> at full speed. One of the things that I think bothers me the most is that we all assume that Taylor Swift is this idyllic individual who has no flaws of her own. Obviously, that's not true. Blake Lively is. Now she's with a brute, right? Now she's with this guy who can't control his emotions. He gets angry. And I thought, how do we know that Taylor Swift doesn't throw tantrums and throw things every oh, now and again? Point. Right? Well, no, she kicks her cats. I don't know that she doesn't. She kicks her Look, cats. Look, Joe already is very upset. You've, you've brought him, you've brought him yeah. over to the, the Blake Lively camp now. It's a non-story. It's a football game, and people get, you know, if you've ever covered football, this is this is how the players are. They fight with each other. They fight with their coaches. It's not a big deal. This is a growing pain of having a new audience with, with Taylor Swift being there, and a lot of people who well, don't know football. I noticed the, 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 the complaint of that originally started with some a female social media influencer or whatever yeah. that called it a red flag. I saw that, and I can't remember the name right now, and I apologize. But, yeah, I think that's people like... If this, if you watch one football game a year and you think this is indicative of the entire thing, you could this this Kelsey anger moment is like, well, he must be like that all the time. He's actually a pretty happy go lucky guy as far as football players He's go. Very protective of her. Very, yeah. very he should like, be. Yeah, I'm just. I, That's a red flag. I, I yeah. <laughs> like if they go somewhere and she's got her bodyguards, he's like, no, I got it. I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I got her. So. He's, he's the bodyguard's bodyguard. Outspoken coming up in about 10 minutes here with Bruce and Gatos. What are you guys looking forward to dive into today? Oh, we got the Phoenix Open. We've got a bunch of whiners out there thinking that this uh, this Open needs to be fixed. And uh, it was uh, it was a disaster. Oh, it was look a out. Mess. There's a guy in Queen Creek. It's not going to like your take. I can tell you gracious. that. What a bunch of, like, whiners wow. we've got here. I mean, so we're going to hit that at four. What I don't understand yeah. is how the organizers of the uh, Waste Management Open are shocked. Shocked, I tell you. <laughs> that the Waste Management that Open turned into a They have been promoting fire? a drinking event <laughs> loosely uh, associated with golf and people showed up to drink and ignore the golf they're shocked by this how can they be shocked minds are blown all over the valley outspoken bruce st james and gatos uh it comes up next he's joe hazinga i'm chris merrill can't wait to talk to you tomorrow it is the chris and joe show ktar news